nothing out of the ordinary. I have this some candies. They're called picanicas from Northgate. They've been sitting in my pantry for like over three months now. Sorry, they don't expire until like next year. Might happen. Might happen in the beginning of this. Actually, like in the middle of the podcast, it's kind of like. It is January 31st of 2024 with another episode of Prairie Avenue. And it's a football edition because that's really the only thing that matters in early February, now late January time because it's Super Bowl time. It is Rams, Chargers moves. We have a lot going on. Um, even though the world of sports continues to go on, we still need to talk about the NFL because I know it's a LA sports podcast and we are going to talk about the Rams and the Chargers, but we need to talk about the Super Bowl and how I feel, how the Rams left, everything that's been happening. It's been a really weird kind of feeling uh, with everything and a lot of drama, but we're here now. But uh, yeah, man, I've been so busy. Internship, working, gym, school, now trying to just manage to get some time into this, trying to edit reels, and I have to find a way to start automatically saving. It's it's a whole thing because I need to find more ways to like continue to to grow this thing. I kind of just hit like a, a stagnant-ass point and needs to keep on going, and this is really hard to do on your own to at least, you know, gain some traction and... um. Yeah, I mean, shit, but we're here. I'm glad. Um, finally, it took me so long to do an episode. Just felt like every single time I got home, I was either too tired to had other things to attend to. And I'm like, oh, shit, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm adulting. I can't just take one break, you know, and it's always something. And if I do, I just want to take a nap and maybe play some Assassin's Creed. I don't know. But wearing a disneyland shirt i'm a disney pass holder and i'm kind of just like oh fuck i need to wear this shirt out a little bit more but point is it's a very special nfl edition we have uh, a lot of big news swirling around the sports world and i kind of just want to tap into those and really go into the rams and chargers and my super bowl prediction and how i feel about what's happened in the last few games and let's just you know Run it through. I did say, if you heard in the beginning, I wanted to put these. If you're on the YouTube thing, you could probably hear this crumpling. I have a picanicas. I'm not going to lie. I've never had these. Let me put them in the camera. Picanicas. I don't know, but we're going to try it. And God damn. Fun fact. They... I have always said, do not, not always, I just recently searched this up, that you shouldn't be opening anything with your teeth. And for a lot of people, that might be like, well, duh, you're always told not to do that. I was never told to do that in my life. And I've been doing it for such a long time that I'm like, oh my God, it actually damages your fucking teeth, which, hello, look at me. I I have a good smile, but it's a little crooked. But there are times like these where when you're trying to open something it just doesn't work but i got it see you see how like i could have just made that a lot easier in the beginning let's see what flavor i got this looks like 
a good flavor, watermelon. Let's see, picanicas. <laughs> Sounds like I'm gonna say Pikachu. I actually was playing Pokemon yesterday. All right. Ugh. Oh, damn, it has tahini and shit, or chamoy. All right. Piganiga. Oh, all right. It's nine forty three. <laughs> oh shit! It's nine forty three. Oh hell no! It sounds like I sound like ASMR because I'm just all out there. All right, hey, a hot take. Um, I'm Mexican. I'm fully Mexican, but a hot take. I'm not a big fan of like tamarindo flavors. And there's like a, t a hint of it or something, and it's just not for me. But oh my god, who likes this stuff? <laughs> okay, there's no way in hell I'm visiting. Yep, there's no way in hell I'm doing an episode with that shit in my mouth. All right, <laughs> All right I'm done fucking around because that was that, that was like five minutes of my time. Okay. I will say that's a good like seven out of ten, eight out of ten. I'm, I'm gonna rate that shit pretty high. That's pretty fire. If I didn't have to focus, but anyways, um, yeah. So NFL, it's uh, been a really good ride. I'm really proud of the Rams, and that's where I want to start because they deserve a lot of attention, a lot of hype. The Rams team was a, a team that look coming off of last year. You know, we had a really shit running. We're what five and twelve. Can't remember the, the numbers correctly, but that's only like five wins, 12 losses, one of the worst teams. But we didn't have a first rounder because we traded that shit all away. We haven't had a first round pick in the draft since Jared Goff in 2016. Yeah, like seven years ago, we haven't had a first round draft pick and basically meaning we're only going to get second or third round draft picks. And that's like our highest. And remember... When you have first pick, you're most likely to get one of the better players available from the college world, and the Rams just haven't had that. And this was a team, you know, last year, Stafford, hella fucking injured, had a shit offensive line, nothing really going for us. We had that Baker Mayfield game against the Raiders. I mean, we had it was really weird. I mean, it wasn't anything that was going for us. You know, we just won the Super Bowl the, the year before that. Then last year, we play like shit. Now, this year, you know, we're still trying to rebuild, um, getting off some cap room space from salaries that we had to cut, but we're still paying for. Like, there's still a lot of shit that was going on. So everybody, NFL analysts on network, red zone, whatever you want to call it, they were all like, well, the Rams aren't going to do shit this year. They're just going to be another mid-team. They're not going to be able to do anything this year. Um, their receiver room is, is so confused. Their offensive line was one of the worst i mean we had i think over i think it was like 15 to 20 different kind of combinations which is not something you want to see at all especially this year we saw only like three because of some injuries which is like a light ankle sprain which is like okay we'll see you next week but it wasn't anything crazy these our offensive lines stayed the same the entire year steve avila, avila stayed the same the entire year started and played every snap so the point that I'm trying to get at is that the Rams' expectations were n nothing. I mean, you're, everybody was like, this is 
probably a team that should tank, which basically means to just not do anything at all and expect nothing. Don't try to win, and let's shoot for a higher draft pick this upcoming April this year, and let's see what happens, right? No. And Sean McVay was like, oh, everybody's like, is he going to retire already? Does he not want to be a part of it because he wants to spend more time with family? He's so young. He still is young. What's what's the question there? I mean, he hasn't even hit his 40s yet. Uh, Aaron Donald, is he going to retire? He's in his early 30s, and he's already filed for retirement. Are we going to trade Stafford? How's Cup? He's not the same. He has been injured. He was... I mean, you're talking about every single fucking part of this amazing team is now coming into question of every superstar every name brand person that is a part of this football team has a huge question mark over their head as to where we're going with them in the future and what's their future plans for their careers now here we are teleport to the end of the 2023 season and we've seen a crazy improvement that nobody could have predicted Puka Nakua, you heard that name already because he is for sure one of the most, if not the most popular players in the league right now, meaning kind of just out of popularity that, oh, hey, you know that freaking Rams receiver? What's his name? Puka Nakua? That's, first of all, off the, off the tongue, that has to be one of the coolest fucking names of all time. Um, I know there's like some, there's some history and heritage, you know, behind it. Um, he's explained this story like in an interview, so I, it's on me for like not remembering. But Puka Nakua, that's some shit. Um, if you've been to a Rams game, you hear like the Rams commentator or the, the announcer go like 34 yard catch by Puka Nakua. And I'm like, damn, bro, this shit go crazy. Um, but he's amazing. I mean, balling out that Ravens game, that that catch is what I'm going to remember this whole season by. I don't know if you saw it, but it was raining. He he wasn't wearing gloves. He just had tape on the fingers. He said he felt more comfortable like that. It was pouring rain and with two DBs on him, double teamed the whole game. Full extension catches, gets his right butt cheek on the fucking grass and it's a catch. I'm screaming because I thought we had a chance to beat the Ravens. And I'm like, what the fuck? And if that doesn't just summarize his entire 2023 rookie season, I don't know what is. He's been amazing. Steve Ave, like I just explained, we had one of the worst offensive lines to one, if not top, top 10, top half of the freaking NFL because of having Steve Avila now. Out of TCU, they went to the national championship the year before that for his college performance. Balling out, played every snap for the Rams. Are you kidding me? Byron Young, kind of outside linebacker. That, that we haven't re- we didn't really see him go out too much, but when he did for those out routes, oh man, he was good in that coverage. Didn't have crazy pressures, but for a good amount of time, he was top five in rookie sacks. Balling out. Kobe Turner, the conductor, you saw him, broke Aaron Donald's record by most sacks by a rookie, uh, rookie tackle in Rams history. Beat out Aaron Donald, first battle Hall of Famer. Crazy, crazy shit that we saw from every, and those are the top four, but just the Rams rookies, what they've been able to do 
and establish themselves as good starters. Not just starters for the Rams, a whack team Rams. No, these are starters that for the next year coming, these are going to be key people who are going to be leading us on to another playoff run. Now, the Rams did lose, okay? And it was an unfortunate loss. We lost by one point. I was watching the whole game. I was I I wasn't I was in disbelief. Okay, we saw Tyler Higby go down. Unfortunately, he's out with an ACL injury, so he's going to be out for the foreseeable future. Maybe not even making it to OTAs, which is kind of like the training rookie kind of thing going for the NFL. We'll explain later. Point is, he we saw him go down, but even with that, we put up a fucking fight. I mean, everybody was on their p's and q's and. I was really happy and, and really, like, proud to be a Rams fan in those moments. And, you know, and, and and one thing you have to really recognize is, like, there's a lot of people that are going to come up to you, especially when you're, you know, a football fan or any kind of sports fan, really, that why are you freaking out so much over a playoff game or why are you trying to root for them to win because of that situation of the Lions? And I think this is a really important time where you need to highlight this, okay, because not everybody is going to get the idea of sports and why some people take it so seriously and why it means so much to the people. Detroit hadn't won a playoff game in over 30 years. Over 30 years. They've been on the road, I think it was like nine times from the last 30 years. That's how many times they've won it qualified and they've lost all of those games. They haven't hosted one in over 30 years. They haven't won shit. I mean, you're talking about a team that like, Imagine being a Detroit Lions fan that, damn, and let's say you were born. I think it was exactly 30 years ago. So, what, 1993? It's 1993, and let's say you are just born, or you could be five years old. Remember, you went to the game. Now you're go- you went to the game. Now you're 35 years old. Let's say go back last year, you're 34, and you have had one of the worst slumps in NFL history I've only seen my team go eight times and they've lost by a really big margin every single time like that has to kill you as a fan so when I when I was watching the broadcast and you know we're going we just won the Super Bowl and Rams have had some success with playoffs and we're not like the worst team but we're not the best team when it comes to playoff success but we still got our rings and i was lucky enough to witness one and see this team win i'm that's it you know i could die really like fuck we we did it you know like i was able to be alive and witness the rams win a super bowl not a lot of people are gonna be able to see that so you know and when i saw the broadcast and i saw i mean what other things like taylor lautner we saw like so many different celebrities that showed up to the game most important though was eminem and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, the moment I saw Eminem on my TV, I said, there's no shot we're winning this shit anymore. No shot. We're done. You're t- Every celebrity from Detroit was there showing the fuck out. You didn't see a Rams jersey in sight, man. I saw maybe like three in the entire broadcast from different angles. I'm like, bro, it is blue baby blue Detroit lined out. Eminem has already been put on the fucking broadcast. We're so fucked. And as much as like I really wanted to win that game and, and it was Stafford's return game to his, you know, Stafford was there for 13 years. 
unfortunately we didn't win and i was like what the fuck but at the same time i was like bro they they had eminem there the entire city was there to support people were watching all over the all over the country and it still was one of the highest rating rated playoff games this season and i mean it shows that was amazing the energy was crazy the back and back and forth scoring matching each other team for team amazing amazing play uh but yeah unfortunately we lost and i don't know if you saw a clip and i would probably play it and this is where we're gonna kick in the youtube reel kind of side of things or tiktok reel um i don't know if you saw the clip but i believe it was either espn or bleacher report that had it but it was that game against the rams and eminem was in attendance he's been in attendance even for the san francisco game that we'll get into soon but they started playing lose yourself and i was like there's no way and you see the entire detroit crowd just start word for fucking word bar for bar in the moment i'm like dude there's no way we're winning this game anymore and we did it and i was like you know what if there's one way i'll lose is to listening to lose yourself by eminem and seeing that whole crowd just rapping crazy how much they rep their city and they really love it so um we lost to them by one point it was a good game um we can nitpick about all we want and some play calls but at the end of the day uh we put up a fight and we shouldn't have been in the first place okay we shouldn't have had been there but we did we made the dance and we saw the emergence of like demark demarcus robinson we saw to do out well with a clutch catch everybody was just doing their part and you couldn't have asked for more and it comes down to simply you played a really good football team one of the best and you still went toe-to-toe so don't be mad at yourself so much the rams are going to be back next year and we're hoping to see them really just automatically assume that there's even another playoff spot um shout out to joss and isaac but um isaac's already on my ass like we're gonna go watch a game because uh the home and away teams have already been announced and the raiders are playing the rams here at sofi in inglewood next year so that's gonna be a fuck ton of energy and i can't wait to go to that game i'm for sure going because you know la is like raider county and everybody loves that shit and niner county really you know but when they come down shit I'm, I'll, I'll be there and the rams are gonna whip some ass that's all i have to say but rams will be back next year and i'm really glad I was able to at least give you some kind of update, but now we got to move on to, I would say the South side, because I think they just built their facility not too long ago. The Chargers have signed Jim Harbaugh. Just crazy to say Jim fucking Harbaugh. Uh, If you don't know who Jim Harbaugh is, that's fine. But if you know the likes of Connor Kaepernick and his Super Bowl run, uh, just know he was his coach. If um, I'm trying to think of other quarterbacks, he's been with Alex Smith. He developed Andrew Luck, you know, the famous Colts quarterback out of Stanford. Um, there was the famous 49er Raven one, the the Harbaugh Bowl, because he faced off against his brother, both head coaches in the Super Bowl. Really crazy storyline there as well. That was what 2015, 14. Point is. He has proven his his worth. Any team he's been a part of, he's helped them reach a playoff or better goals for themselves. And 
He just recently won with Michigan. So he recently won with Michigan. I think he was with them for eight years, eight, nine years right now, um, and has decided to part ways. And he was a really big, like, free agent, I mean, coach. So just like players, I mean, these coaches are poached for. I mean, he's he's proven himself at the NFL level, couldn't win it, moves to Michigan, makes them top four every fucking year in all of college football, finally won his ring in the college football playoffs this past year. And now it's like, you know what? Let's do it. Let's run it. Let's come back. And now everybody's like, okay, well, shit. You want to come back? What team are you going to come back for? I mean, the main teams, Titans, Falcons, Giants, um, Chargers were in on it, Broncos. I mean, every team that you can imagine that had some kind of head coach questioning, you can imagine we're in talks with Jim and his agents as to how we're going to do this and how we're going to approach it. But from the jump, Bill Belichick and Jim Harbaugh were for sure the top two, if not the only two, that really, really pinpointed as like they're going to be a Charger head coach. Now, in Chargers history, there hasn't been that much really going on for them. You're talking about playoffs-wise. Even Philip Rivers only made it like, what, twice or three times? In his really long career as a Charger, um, and Justin Herbert made it the one time, and it did not go well. So, a lot needs to change, man. There, there hasn't been much going on. I mean, this was a season that actually roles were reversed for the two LA teams. The Chargers had high expectations. The Rams didn't, um, and the Chargers have had pretty high ones the last two years with now having you know uh, Justin Herbert as their quarterback. You're talking about one of the better and I, I honestly think he's a top five quarterback in this league you've seen him play get out of the pocket he's super accurate he can throw with power and he doesn't look like he can but he absolutely can just throw lasers throw bombs if you give him good protection but unfortunately he just hasn't had a good amazing team around him but this this year just ridiculed with injuries all over the team and it didn't work out you had to work with easton stick that's your quarterback and wasn't it we saw them get blown out like what was it was it 63 or did they get to 70 i think they only i think they got to 70 no they got to 63 63 to like 10 against the raiders on christmas i was like what the fuck it was so bad and finally it feels with the signing of jim harbaugh that they're finally going to be able to do something i mean he's proved himself at every fucking team why would he not do it again and I'm glad I think the, the the contract was like five years or something, which is good. They understand this is going to take time. Um, he has to feel out the players, who he wants to keep, who he wants to move on from, and really see like how he wants to approach the next few years, especially because you have you know Justin Herbert. You don't want to waste his career just like you did with that of Phillip Rivers um, you know, right before him. So what are you going to do? But I think Jim Harbaugh is going to be fucking amazing. This was really cool. I mean, I, I honestly, I wanted Bill. I wanted Bill to come to the Chargers. I thought that would have been a really cool fit, too, um, because the Chargers do have a pretty solid lineup when it comes to defense. But Jim, I mean, he's going to have and try to get the utmost amount of out of Justin Herbert. It's going to be really exciting. There's not much to really, like, touch on. Because we don't need to go in the whole reflection mode of the Chargers. Just know that it was horrible with injuries and everything. Austin Eckler might not even come back. You know him, Pro Bowl freaking running back. 
So we don't even know what's going to happen with them. But just now, knowing that you have Jim Harbaugh, you're like, holy shit, we might be able to do something. Like, it, it doesn't seem super far off to even believe that, you know, they could be uh, an AFC championship team either next year or the year after. So we'll see how they approach, but they have a pretty high draft pick this upcoming draft. Um, so really excited to see what they do. Uh, but yeah, so let's move on because we are kind of like pressing on for time. And I'm not going to lie. The Pika Nika is calling calling my name. Hold on. Let's run it back. <laughs> I really, oh, it just hit so hard. I really like the flavor. I don't know why I wanted it back again, but whatever. Um, <laughs> damn, this shit is bomb. Okay, if you're on a YouTube, you'll get it. But if you're not, I'm eating a Mexican candy. Oh my god, that is bomb! My god. Yeah, if you missed the beginning, I showed them off in in the YouTube. Holy shit, that's amazing. Uh, but Super Bowl 58, the matchup is now set. 49ers, Chiefs, it's a rematch of that of what, 2019? 2019, 2020? Yeah. Uh, 2019, 2020. And um, it's a rematch for the fucking ages. Uh, practically the same teams all over again. <sighs> People calling it the Taylor Swift Bowl because we all know Taylor Swift is one, if not some of the most important highlight points of the entire game. But now, Chiefs are going to be there. Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. We saw the drama with Kadarius Tony that they said he was injured, but then he went on Instagram Live and said, I'm not injured. I don't know what the fuck they're on. Drama over there. But they still got it done. We're able to come up with that win um, against the Ravens, which everybody was like, Ravens, like, there's no way they're taking out the Ravens, right? They fucking did. And they made it look pretty fucking easy in the second half. The Niners take out the Lions. We're down 24-7. Ended up coming back, or 24-3. Ended up coming back and winning the game. Don't count them out. Both teams went against, I guess, a hot streaky team of like the Lions and the Ravens. And now they're here. And people are honestly saying that the 49ers are kind of limping their way. You know, there's a handful of lingering injuries with a lot of the stars in Greenlaw, in Warner. You know, Samuel hasn't been 100%. Brock Purdy came off that really horrible injury that took him all off season. People are saying, is he enough? There's questions about him. But, however, on the Chiefs side, it's like, well, you have Mahomes and you have Kelsey. Expect yourself to be in the dance the entire game. So, everybody's like, you know what? This might be another Chiefs bowl and be able to win two in a row back-to-back. This is going to be insane. And the Niners haven't won shit since the 80s. And have hella fucking chances to do so. And to be honest, look, Niners are Rams' worst enemies. So, fuck them. But I'm honestly going to be able to take uh, the 49ers in this one. And this is going to lead to my prediction. But, yeah, I'm, I'm going Niners all in. Uh, I can't stand Mahomes. I don't know why. It, it's not. I know a lot of people are going to say, well, is it because he's like, Gonna be like the next goat and shit. Everybody hating on Brady. I love Brady. He was annoying as hell because he was always there. He wasn't annoying because of who he was as a person. He was annoying as fuck because he always was gonna beat you. That's it. Mahomes, 
I just hate everything about him. Like his voice. I don't hate. Okay, let me take that back. I just don't like his voice. And I don't like the way he plays. Um, Travis Kelsey, I love his podcast. He's done amazing, great things. Sometimes, though, I do feel like they kind of get pretty cocky. I understand now. I mean, you have two Super Bowls. Why not? But, I mean, at least. I, I don't mind you being cocky at the end of the Super Bowl. And you win. But, I don't know. That's just me personally. I'm just like, bro, you guys are. Like, whenever I'm watching a team, like, let's say the Dodgers or Rams. Let's just put them two. And, like, you make it to the World Series before you even play your first game in the World Series. And you're, like, already talking shit. Like, oh, nah. Like, that's right. We fucking earned this shit. We're about to get it. Um, and I guess it's not necessarily talking shit, but they do talk a lot of shit. So when Travis Kelsey doesn't mind putting out his, uh, his opinion on stuff, which is totally cool. Cause you know, that's just what we do in sports talk and sports media. But personally speaking, I just wouldn't, I would just shut the fuck up. I'll be like, Moogie bet, shut the fuck up. Don't say anything. Be like, I'm just excited. Keep your head locked in. Let's just not celebrate right now because that's not the goal. You're already going just focus on that shit. And, um, yeah, I'm cussing a lot, but I don't know. Maybe it is. I just hate the fuck out of them because they're good. But they always manage to, like, sneak their way in, and it's so dumb that they can't guard Travis Kelsey, which we all know is not the best route runner. <laughs> he kind of makes up a lot of shit, but you can tell they have a lot of – him and Mahomes have a, a, a different connection when it comes to, like, wow. Well, if Mahomes sees that he's not – if the moment that, you know, they set the ball and he already sees that the DB and the safety and what they're going to run to – to guard Kelsey and they're kind of going to guard in the end route. Travis already sees how he's doing. It was, it was crazy. Their explanation about it, but like they, they already have that communication. Like, Hey, I'm looking out for you. If we both see the same thing, you already know, run that fucking corner route. You know what? Just do a curl, whatever the, whatever the case is. But point is the Niners are going to be my boys uh, in two weeks. Cause we have the pro bowl this upcoming Sunday. Or a weekend. And I'm going to take the Niners. Personally. I, I, I've been really good at work. Everybody's like. Hey man. What's your prediction? I, I low-key almost called. I was off uh, by three points each team against the Lions and, and the Niners. I was like. Hey. I'm low-key thinking 27-30. Like it's going to be really, really close. Like field goal range type shit. Almost had it. Uh, Lions and Rams, I told them, we're probably going to lose by a field goal. I was right. Um, Ravens, Chiefs, I called I called Chiefs, bro. I was like, there's no way. I was like, I just feel like for some reason they're going to pull across with like two touchdown gap. I was right. We're here. And let me get it for the record. I should probably put some money on it because why not? Trust my gut. I think the Chiefs' defense was... Pretty hyped the entire year. I think they slowed down just a bit. Um, but if as long as Purdy doesn't bait himself into any interceptions, we're talking about a good game, good clean game. I don't care if you only have one TD and Christian McCaffrey runs the rest. Don't have an interception. Don't let the momentum flip. That's what we saw Kittle say in his in his post uh, post game conf- uh, press conference after the Lions. He said. People who don't believe momentum, y'all are just fucking dumb. It's true. Momentum can change a lot. If Purdy doesn't throw an interception, goes for over 150, over 200 yards and just balls the fuck out, 
I'm Loki taking birdie. And I think it's another close game. I don't think it's crazy. But I think both teams might have a shootout. So I'm calling... Thirty-four, because I don't want to say thirty-five because that math didn't add up right. Thirty-four, twenty-seven. I'm talking about balling out. Like both teams are gonna start out just gunslinging, field goals, early touchdowns. So thirty-four, twenty-seven. Um, I'm talking about four TDs on the Niners side, um, with two field goals. That's kind of a stretch, I know. And that's six drives. Four touchdowns, two field goals. I think a good big Debo Samuel play might take it. And then on that of the Chiefs side, I'm feeling maybe a missed a missed field goal, four touchdowns. I don't know yet. But 34-27 kind of sounding where I want to go. I want a high-scoring Super Bowl. Uh, I really do. But if that's not it, it might be down to like that 28 21 type shit like no field goals just straight touchdowns so point is 34 27 that's what i'm calling calling really close game i'm feeling good about it but we'll see point is uh yeah man i just hope the niners get this one i think they've been waiting on it just for that much longer and and if they do win one fuck i'm gonna be so annoyed at niner fans but i think I'd rather take the Niners just like, Niners, like fucking, we got a ring, than fucking have to deal with another Mahomes Super Bowl speech. But that's just me. Anyways, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Prairie Avenue. I know I haven't done one in such a long time, but I really am thankful to everybody who does at least tune in um, here and there. We have five listeners, Apple Music one listener on amazon if it's one of my friends i want to come for you because i have no idea that some people listen to amazon music but i have one there and i have my normal like 15 20 here on spotify so i really do appreciate that and everybody who's been helping me out and really supporting this and just at least giving me some views so i have stuff to work with in the future but yeah i mean that's it that's my football we'll come back after the super bowl that's for sure i do want to put in another episode very soon um we have baseball news. We have hockey news. There's so much to talk about um, and basketball and everything. So just got to keep up. But I hope you had a lot of fun. I tried doing it a little bit different this time and just kind of rolling with my punches. But, uh, yeah, and if you have my Instagram, have my Instagram of Prairie Avenue at Prairie Avenue on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Just know I'm going to post when I'm on broadcast live and just give me some advice there. But, As for that, thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time for possibly a very special hockey edition of Prairie Avenue.